Welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast with adult ingredients. Just for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and are wondering how the actual fuck that happened. Thank you for joining us on the Podfix Network. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs. Um, so tonight's episode is a good one. Um, just for disconnecting, if nothing else. Yes. Yes. Like, we, we don't want you to disconnect from us, of course. <laughs> But sometimes we all need to disconnect from the world around us. Um, we can do it through drinking. No, that's not always ideal. Like if you have somewhere to go or you're at work or whatever. Um, that said, that said, tonight we're tippling just a bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. Um, shall we talk about that? Of course. Of course. When do I not want to talk about that? <laughs> So we have kind of a special drink tonight that I'm actually really, really excited about. This is based on a recipe I found on the St. George Spirits website called Winter in Jalisco. Because I was looking for ways to use my St. George pear, which is super delicious. If you haven't tried it, try it. Um, I found this this recipe. And because I didn't have all the stuff, I had to kind of tweak it a little bit. So we talked about it. We kind of made it our own. We added a little bit here, took a little bit out here, changed this a little bit. And so because we tweaked it and made it our own, as we're sort of want to do, um, we renamed it. But in tribute to Jalisco, we called it Winter in Puerto Vallarta because, of course, Puerto Vallarta is one of the big cities in Jalisco. And it's where the love boat went. The love boat soon will be making another round. I used to love Saturday night TV. I thought that was amazing. And we definitely have to include TV in this conversation. But first, what do you think about this drink? It has um, tequila because hello, Mexico. It has the St. George pear, lime juice, um, it has ginger syrup. Now, I use a fiery ginger syrup because that's just what they had at my place. Um, and then it has, on the top, you use cracked pepper. Now, the winter in Jalisco calls for the cracked black pepper. I have, like, a multicolored peppercorn, so I use this cracked multicolor. And I think mine has, like, a little bit of allspice or nutmeg or something in it because it's got just a little bit of sweetness. And fuck, this is good. I freaking oh. love this drink. This is so amazing. I hardly know what to even think about it. It's like, because I, I got used Casamigos, my go-to tequila. Yep. yep. Um, I did use um, a pure ginger syrup, not spicy. And I did use black pepper because that's what I had in my kitchen. <laughs> All right. Um, but holy shit, the pepper, I wouldn't think pepper on a drink, especially something that Maybe is somewhat... Right, and it's salt. Right, and it's so akin to a margarita in some ways. But it doesn't uh, taste like a margarita. Not even remotely. And I've never really had a tequila drink that didn't a little bit resemble a margarita, I think. And right. to me, this doesn't. Mm-mm. I think the thing that I really like about this with the pear, like it, the pear flavor doesn't come through a lot, but the little bit of the spiciness of the pear liqueur does. And I really love the pepper on top. I think it just really adds to kind of the whole, like the body of the drink. There's just something really wonderful about this. 
it enhances all the other flavors. And yeah. even though it's spicy, it makes all of the sweetness of everything in there sweet, tasty all the sweeter. It's very it's warm. warm. Yes. It's warm. Which you need in the winter. Oh, yes. I get it. In Mexico, it's warm. Oh, I get it. I've actually just been drinking this like all week. Ever since I discovered it, I tried this one and another one, and both of them were delicious. And we'll probably drink the other one one night, another night. But this, I was like, no, fucking this is amazing. So we had to have this. And I, I, I honestly, I was talking to T, and I said, I think this is probably one of my favorite drinks that we've sort of tried, that we sort of made. And he actually suggested an idea for a show down the road. Oh, did he? A, a show slash an addition to our website. If we both put our top five favorite drinks that we've ever had on the show. <gasps> I love that idea. He suggested it as a website thing. And I was like, that's a great idea. And I'm like, but I think we could actually do an entire episode based on that. Like you could do your top five. I can do my top five. And some of them will be the same. And some of them will be different. But I think we could do something really amazing with that. I I like that. I like that plan. And I'm, I know. It's so good. We are. Okay. Make a note. Note to self. We need an intern so we can go write that down. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Damn Maybe it. Nina could be our intern. There we go. I think that's perfect. I love it. Write that down, yeah. Nina. Write that down, Nina. She <laughs> listens, right? She can write oh. it down for us and send it yeah. to us. She listens. Yeah. Because she's yeah. cool. All the cool kids listen. Speaking of cool, mm-hmm. I have to give a shout out. Millie is turning 15 tomorrow. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> She's turning 15 tomorrow. And so today she said to me that one thing she really wanted was to get a cartilage piercing and a septum piercing. And I thought, you know what? You're turning 15. I can make that happen. So I took her and she couldn't get the septum piercing because we have a mask rule here and they won't do anything below the mask. So that makes sense. Um, But she did get a cartilage piercing. In fact, she decided to get two and she just sat there like a fucking stone. I know when she gets her first tattoo, she could get like a 17 hour tattoo and she'd just be like, bring it, man. (laughs) She would just go. (laughs) She takes after her aunt Gina. Yeah, she totally does. So... Shout out to Millie for the double, double cartilage piercing. And she's a complete badass. She was totally metal about the whole thing. And happy birthday to you. Happy Happy birthday birthday to to you. you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, birthday, dear Millie. Happy birthday birthday to you. You You are baller. (laughs) She is baller. She is. Legit. I... I think this, I think this drink is amazing. I literally, I literally, and and Rexy's come over a couple times this week, and I'm like, you want to have one of those those pepper drinks? And she's like, yes, I do. Just <laughs> calling them pepper drinks. So I so, put speaking of ballers, I put um, Nina on a plane on aww. Tuesday. I know that's so uh, devastating. I miss her so much. I do too. Um, I put her on a plane Tuesday morning, and. Um, <laughs> Oh, mine's empty now. Oh, but well, my my shaker's empty now. Okay, put a pin in that. But we got to come back to these awesome shakers. In a I bit. do want to talk about that. Yeah, awesome. maybe we can get in touch with these guys. We should. We should. 
Um, but Nina, um, we went to a liquor store before she left because she wanted to get a very, the most American liquor she could possibly think of to take back to her friends at University wild of turkey. the UK. <laughs> no, but I, I got wild turkey rare breed, but she didn't. She got birthday cake vodka. That's so disgusting. Uh, well, last spring she got pumpkin spice vodka, so that's, she had to. That's ten times more disgusting. <laughs> How did they got, have that in the spring? Uh, like well, clearance bin in September. Oh, they, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought you said last spring. Oh, oh, last um, last term is what I meant mm. to say. Who knows what I actually said? Because doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Oh no, one of the. Things came out of my tiara, but that's a whole Your other three dollar tiara is busted. What? I, who would have thought that Wish would not have sold me something stellar? Anyway, I bet you can. I bet you can oh, put a pin in that because I want to talk about something I got from Amazon. Um, okay. But I bet you can glue it back in. I bet so. A little so bit of I, nail glue, it'll be all fine. Anyway, will, so she got birthday cake vodka. Yes, yeah, so she got that. But while we were there at the liquor store, um, I got tequila and I got some more Casamigos. And I said, okay, when we get home, I need you to help me properly organize my bar in the basement because I'm trying to make that bar like serviceable, like an actual bar. Like, Did you I- use your squeezer for your limes for the drink tonight? Fuck yes, I did. Of Is course. Is it so much better? Oh, it's amazing. What's that brand again? Zuleli or something? Oh, yes. The Zule squeezer. Yes. Isn't that amazing? The juicer, that stand juicer is incredible. I've been using it for a while. I'm so happy that I got it for you. And I had to like show it off to you and make you try it. So you would be like, I want one of these. And then I could be like, oh, look, you got one. (laughs) And I put it on my bar and I got Azule milk frother to also put on my bar. That's also in a pretty blue color. Oh, yay. So next time I do a mixing video, I'll make sure the Zule squeezer and foamer are in there. Um, Note, Zule is not a sponsor, but they can be if they'd like. That's right. We'd welcome that because I need some price breaks on some (laughs) Zule awesomeness. I would be happy to take some price breaks on Zule and we would put them on our website and all kinds of things. Fuck yes. Um, Their shit's great. I know. That that squeezer is the best hands down squeezer fucking ever. Isn't it amazing? I love it so much. I've been using it for a while and that's why I was like, why don't you just have fresh squeezed juice? And you're like, oh, it's too hard. And I'm like, mm, girl. You're getting this for Christmas. <laughs> I know. So I use fresh squeezed lime juice in this thing, and I just have a bowl that sits on my bar at all times to hold citrus. Well, you know, coming back to our coming back to our special cocktail shakers, you can take the actual top of the cocktail shaker, which is graduated, and measure it out, and you can put that under your zule and measure out your juice. Damn so straight. a few months back, we went on, was it Indiegogo? Indiegogo. Yeah, Indiegogo had a great thing for the Elevated Craft Cocktail Shaker. And this shit is thebomb.com. Holy fuck it is. This is like one big long, we're <laughs> advertising for everybody right now. So 
Justifiably. Elevated craft shaker is amazing. First of all, it doesn't leak when you shake shit. It also doesn't get stuck. So like you can't get the top off. It's amazing. It's a three piece shaker. The top part has like a little tiny piece that is like the pory part. And then it has like a larger piece that this tiny piece screws onto. And if you turn that upside down, it's graduated and measured. It's both milliliters and ounces. So you can measure your cocktails right in the lid of the cocktail shaker. It is also um, insulated. So yes. you put all your shit in there, shake it up, and it's incredible. This cocktail shaker is the absolute shit. Let me tell you, this is the tits forever. And Elevated Craft Cocktail Shaker, look it up. It's phenomenal. I'm going to put the link on our website eventually when I get to it. But this shit is awesome. And it's dishwasher safe. Yes, it is. And it's expensive. I'm not going to lie. But it's totally worth it. Because it does not leak. You screw that lid on, you shake the shit out of that, you can put it upside down, you can carry it in your purse, whatever you're going to do with it, that shit's going to stay together. And it is amazing. And it's a nice size, too. You can actually put, like, six or seven drinks in it, eight drinks, depending on what size of, like, how much drinks you drink. (laughs) I know. I Okay, number one, I'm going to be writing it off as a tax expense, and I don't care if the IRS hears this. It's legit. Because it keeps it cool while I'm in my basement recording space. Number two, I took it to the um, holiday gathering of the Drunk Housewives. And I pre-mixed a bunch of shit in there before I got there. And it all stayed nice and cold. Oh, it's so gorgeous. They're so beautiful. And they're nice to look at, too. It's a nice shape. It's, I mean, it's just really well done. And it's I love it. I will make sure to put a picture of it next time, and I will put the link on our website at some point. And since we're giving shout-outs, I'm going to go ahead and give another shout-out to my favorite bougie ice people, Howard and Sons Ice in Dallas, because that shit's amazing, and I still use it all the time. I order from them every few weeks, and they bring me a couple bags of ice, and I get these gorgeous two by two cubes and it is phenomenal cocktail ice it is worth every penny thank you howard and sons you guys are amazing so the emily place analogous to that that i can think of in the st louis metro area which i will not name at this point because it doesn't matter because apparently it's fucking dead now it's closed oh no well maybe a new one will open keep looking Maybe, if not. When I first found Howard and Sons, they hadn't even started delivering. And I actually sent them a note and was like, hey, what, what's up with you guys? What do you even do? How do I get your ice? And they're like, well, we can deliver it to your house when we start delivering in a couple of months. And I'm like, what? Okay, so point number one, if any of our listeners are in the St. Louis area and know of a place that does deliver... Um, my spleenless husband and I would very much appreciate that referral. Craft ice. But otherwise, I am on the cusp of ordering one to put in my new revamped bar area so that I have the ice right there. Have you have you seen that refrigerator? <sighs> no. There's a refrigerator 
that you could buy. If you need a second refrigerator to keep things in. Always. For your bar area. The refrigerator does craft ice balls. Oh, fuck. Does it require a water line to it, though? Yes. Okay. That's a little more problematic. Oops, excuse me. There's no water in your basement? There's water in the basement, but um, an appropriate water line that we could hook up to that would feed into the bar area easily is a whole other issue. But wait, but have but you, have you had somebody on that? Like, do you know for a fact from a contracting person that, that it would be a problem? No, like, but if it's 200 bucks, would that be worth it? Yes. If- 200 bucks, maybe, but um, there's a lot of work I want to do on the top floor before I move to the bottom floor. Like, I'd love all my floors to be the same height. That's the dream, right? Sure. As you've seen our house. But the $200 would be a tax (laughs) write-off. There's that. Um, But in the the meantime, there is a little, um, there are some clear ice machines you can get that you pour the water into. Yeah, there are that are like countertop machines. Those are pretty freaking cool. Which brings me back to the bar. I had Nina, as part of her Christmas gift to me, sit down and help me completely reorganize my bar area. Oh, I'm so jealous. It is so put together. And John the Brit bought some under-counter motion sensor lighting bars from Amazon for $10 a light strip. Look at him. So, so now when I open the cabinetry to the, because I have a bar set up where there's cabinets along the floor and then a little area you can stand in and then the bar area that juts out into the rest of the room. When I'm in the bar and I turn around and I open the cabinet, the lights automatically come on so I can make sure I'm grabbing the appropriate alcohol. And the reason this came up in the first place and I'm taking notes is because when I went to the liquor store with Nina, I picked up some tequila. I only have two kinds of tequila in my cabinet, even though I have like seven kinds of bourbon. Yeah, um, four kinds of yeah, four kinds of vodka. All that. I only have two kinds of tequila because it's an acquired taste. But this drink makes it worth it. Agreed. So okay, let's move <laughs> That's into let's move into. Now our actual plan for tonight. So we're planning on talking about, let me kind of, let me give a little history. The week that we're recording this is the week of the insurrection. And this was one of those weeks that it's very hard to always be present and always be paying attention without getting overwhelmed. So, We wanted to talk a little bit about the things that we do to disconnect besides just getting fucking drunk. (laughs) uh, We don't want you guys to worry about us. (laughs) Neither of us are actually like super alcoholics. We don't like just go like get completely drunk and like Millie and AJ are like, mommy, are you okay? It's not like that. (laughs) Plus we're both like hypersensitive researchers. So we're constantly taking online assessments to make sure we don't cross the line. Absolutely. (laughs) And we both have husbands who are like, um, you're a little bit, you might be going over the top. So So we have that kind of judgy thing working for us too. 
Um, so we have a lot of that. And so we look for other ways to decompress. Um, it can be apps, it can be TV shows, it can be movies, it can be all kinds of things. One of the things that I've noticed that I've started doing, and I'm really happy about this, is I've started listening to audiobooks. Yes. I hadn't done that for a long time because, like, I never fucking go anywhere. So <laughs> it's not like I can listen to it on my commute or whatever. However, Millie has been in, we'll just call it what I call crazy camp. <laughs> uh, Millie's had some issues and has had to go into sort of like a, an intensive outpatient therapy kind of thing. And so every single day I take her in the morning, I pick her up in the afternoon. And so I do have a little bit of like kind of a commute where I take her there and we're together. So we don't listen to it. But then when I'm on my way back, I listen and I take her, I go to pick her up and I'm listening by myself. And then when she's in the car, I don't listen. But then I kind of get wrapped up in these. Now, I never listen to anything important. Like I don't listen to like important books i listen to mystery novels or you know it's not romance novels because i'm not that bad but <laughs> i've always liked mystery novels it's been like kind of my release my whole life so that's kind of what i'm listening to and um the one thing is then when i get to like a really exciting part and i'm home i'll say to the fam all right, I'm going to go outside for a little while and just sort of sit in the sun and listen to my book and drink a drink or I don't know, whatever. And they'll be like, okay, have fun. And like, I swear to God, it is like not even a minute or two. I could be out there two minutes and here comes Millie. She's like, hi, you want to hang out? And I'm like, yes, of course I do. <laughs> or it's Tiani's walking out there like with this big smile on his face. He's like, oh, you don't have to pause your book. And I'm like, but you're out here to talk to me, right? Ah. So obviously I do. You know, and, you know, it's one of those things that I love that they want to spend time with me. But there's this tiny little bit of me that's like, I just want to listen to my fucking book. I asked you if I could go do this for just a few minutes. And now you're fucking bugging me. Please leave me alone. <laughs> that's not what happens, though. You know, I, I think, uh, number one, that's every mother's conundrum. But um, number two, I think... A guilty pleasure we get because of the type of people we are is helping take care of others. So we can't say no to that. No. We well, have I mean, if your kid says, I want to hang out with you, how much longer am I going to have that? She's 14. I'm not going to have this forever. Mm -hmm. She's going to be 15 yeah. tomorrow. Hmm. In a minute, she's going to be like, fuck you. I don't want to have anything to do with you. <laughs> I still remember the day I decided I didn't want to hold my mom's hand in public. And I don't remember that at all. I I take that back now, now that I'm 48. Oh, oh my computer binged. Anyway, um, now that I'm 48, I would hold my mother's hand in public any fucking time she asked, and I would sure. grab it. Of course. Because now I realize that's a special thing. But you know, there reaches an age when you're like, I don't want to hold mom's hand in public because I'm way too fucking grown up for that. Now... You have to hold your mom's hand because, like mine, I feel like if I don't hold my mom's hand, what if she falls on her ass and breaks a hip? 
because that's like any old lady is going to do that. Like that their bones are brittle. <laughs> there you go. There's that. Um, but no, I, I, I'm still, I, there are moments when you're like, at some point, this is going to stop for a bit. And I remember even Nina, she'll, she listens, she'll probably deny this a little bit. But there was a point when she didn't want to hold my hand anymore. Now, you know, she's back and hanging out with mom. I actually remember when she didn't even want to walk next to us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's right. It was like 11, wasn't it? <laughs> I was like 11 or 12. And she was like, oh, my God, leave me alone. <laughs> and she would roll her eyes, roll her eyes and, and walk, like, walk like a couple steps away from us. I know. Either in front of us or behind us or off to the side. She was like, no, gross. Yeah. So, like, because we love our kids, if they still are expressing an interest, fuck yeah, we're still all about that. We're going to turn that down. And, you know, T coming out to do you, to talk to you about stuff. John the Brit constantly wants to show me things he's seen on YouTube. Yes. We sit in bed in the morning. Do you guys do this? We sit in bed in the morning, like, on Saturdays and Sundays, and we're like... Kind of, you know, maybe watching the news or whatever, or we're just sitting there and I'm looking at my iPad and he's looking at his iPad. We're drinking our coffee. It's supposed to be this like nice together time. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. He's like, look at this meme. Huh? 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 <laughs> like he just wants to show me every fucking thing. And I'm like, dude, I'm doing a thing. Like maybe I'm making a grocery order or maybe I'm doing whatever. I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. Just let me do my thing. I oh, same thing. I'll be sitting there doing something. I'll be listening to something. Like I usually, I listen to Reddit u- videos on YouTube because I love Reddit. Wait, you listen to the video? I listen to the video because you don't watch the video. Well, no, because usually they're just reading shit that's written on Reddit. So I don't need to watch that. I only need to listen to it. Um, shout out to r slash, by the way, the best one out there. Um, but John, I am weird. We know this. Yeah. <laughs> Kate McKinnon, we know this. Um, but John the Brit will we sit know there. This. We know this. We know this. <laughs> John the Brit will sit there and like he'll turn on the TV and put on YouTube and put on a video and watch it. Oh no! What? Oh. Oh, I thought I lost you, but instead my Skype just completely fritzed for whatever reason. I can't okay, see okay. a damn thing. Is you want to stop and start again? Is it still recording? It says it is. Okay, well, that's a bonus. We can stop and start again if you want. I don't know. Um, I don't know why I can't see what I'm doing. Ah! All right, let's stop and start again. Oh. I did get a chance to stop the recording before it went nuts. So I stopped the recording and then I hung up. So okay. hopefully it'll be like part one and part two. I don't know why it shut off my fucking shit. I don't know what I was you talking about. When? What were we even talking about? I don't remember. Something about John the Brit showing me YouTube videos. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was John the Brit showing you YouTube videos. Yeah. So we were talking about how how T shows me all the memes, like every single thing. Like he actually takes up 
I'll say 75% of the bed because he leans over by me so he can actually show me his memes on his iPad and I can not do whatever it is I'm doing. Because usually Mm -hmm. I'm making a grocery order or doing whatever. And and sometimes I've actually started playing bingo. (laughs) Bingo was his name. I've started playing bingo because I found out like you can invest like 20 bucks of actual money and play for a long time and it's sort of fun and then there's also like the free games you can do too i say that's not a word you're like yes it motherfucking is yeah it's not one of their words so oh nina actually had that happen in grade school once because she used the word extrapolate in a sentence And her teacher, it was like her third grade teacher or something, looked at her and said, that's not a word. I'm a teacher. I know a lot of words. And I'm like, you're a fucking poor teacher then if you didn't realize extrapolate was a word. But okay. Anyway, I digress. Um, Oh, that's a drink game, you guys. It is. Oh, no. I'll take a sip of this. This is a drink. I'll take a sip, too. I put mine in a big glass because I feel like I always spill out of the coupes. I'm going to pretend to clink. That was totally us. <laughs> Mine got more reverb than yours did. Well, but- if you're drinking out of a coupe, I'm drinking out of just like a juice glass. <laughs> and I take my vitamins. Oh my gosh. But disconnecting, that was the theme of the week. That I remember. is the theme of the week and we've sort of sucked at it. We kind of suck if we're just like going off the cuff. <laughs> But, you know, at the same time, I think we get a lot of very honest moments. That's true. I like honesty. I'm an Aspie. Honesty works for me. Well, if we're being honest, work has sucked this last week. And to top it all off, everything in the fucking world blew the fuck up. Yeah, everything did kind of blow that up. But let's let's not talk too much about... No, I don't want to. Because I want to talk about what I did... In order to make work not suck so much and to make the world not suck so much. So as glued as I was to the television, there were times when I was like, okay, well, I have to make things happen anyway. So that said, I'm going to close this out and now I'm going to go play bingo or now I'm going to go listen to my book or now I'm going to go play word brain. I'm going to go sit in the crapper, poop my face off, and play Word Brain. Or I play, let's see, there's there's three great games that I play right now. Tell me your top three. Right now. Okay. So I've had a couple in the past that have been like huge time sucks. And like home design was one. I fucking love that game. Oh, yes. It was such a good one. But I kind of stopped on that one, and right now I'm in, let's see, I do Word Brain, I do Project Makeover. (gasps) I just, oh, I just download that one. I just downloaded that one like a week ago. It's really good, because not only do you get to make people over, but you also get to do like sort of a Candy Crush-esque kind of thing. Yes. And then I do the bingo. Nice. So we have to be Project Makeover friends. Girl. I know. So those I'm are going to things. Those I'm are my going, 
three main things. I'm going um, in now. What for to look for you? <laughs> I will find you. I will find you. Okay, um, good. You do that. So those are my things. And I really like Project Makeover. But, like, you have to, like, I do find myself spending money, though. Like, um, but I also think of it as... If I, if this was the real world and it wasn't COVID world and I was going out to movies or I was going out to whatever, I would spend 20 bucks here. I would spend 20 bucks there. It wouldn't be a big deal. So if I do that, whatever, man. I, I'm with you. And, and the one that I do that on is a game called Knighthood. Knighthood. What does that do? K-N-I-G-H-T-O-O-D. It's an app that basically you go through and every day you have daily quests because hello, quests. Oh, that's your thing. And you have weekly quests and you sit there and you go through and you um, kill certain mobs and um, they have like uh, events that they do. So I know none of the listeners can see it, but that right there is what the Knighthood app looks like. Okay. It's blue with a shield and a sword on it. It's a really fun game. It reminds me of when we used to play EverQuest. Oh, yay. And I have one that reminds me of that, too. There's this game where you get to make the most beautiful avatars ever. Like, I, th- I literally will just make avatars and start a new avatar every time. I think you've t- um, told me about this before. It's like perfect world. Yes, perfect world. Oh, my God. It's so good. I have done nothing but make avatars in that because there's no That's need to so, do anything else. They're so pretty. You can do a little bit of stuff and then, like, your first bunch of stuff is so good. But perfect world is makes the best avatars. Like They do. I I enjoy the part about being able to customize your avatar. If I can find a really good role-playing game where I can customize my avatar, sign me up for that. Perfect World has good customized avatars, but their role-play is lame. So I need both. I need a good role-play as well as good customized avatars. Well, I like Knighthood because I could make the perfect little vixenish looking biatch you can go in and beat the shit out of mobs and it makes me happy knighthood huh yeah there's another one i really like that i actually haven't played it for a while but it's not because i don't like it it's just because i keep forgetting about it um i'm looking to see if i can remember what it is i think it's called i think it's called world of kings and it's an app and it's very everlastish app do you have um the apple arcade oh i forgot to tell you i just got a new iphone because apparently last time i got an iphone i accidentally signed up for the upgrade periodically sure option so i so i realized i had an up an upgrade so as long as i turned in my old one so I just did that. So I just got a new iPhone. And, oh, I got three months free of Apple Arcade with it. Good. Well, if you sign up for Apple Arcade and you have Apple News or if you have Apple 
TV Plus. With the Apple One subscription, which I highly recommend, by the way, because especially if you have family sharing, it's worth it. I've got three months of it now free, so I may just keep it. If you like it, it's worth it. Apple News is incredible. Oh, and Apple TV. Okay, that show that you got me on. Yes. That has the guy who plays Mac in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know that. I don't know what that is. Well, he's the main guy in the Apple series that I can't remember the name of it right now. Okay, I'm going to IMDb real quick. Okay. Oh, Raven's uh, Banquet? Mrs. Yeah. Best Raven's Banquet? Oh, my God, that's the best show. Yes. Um, that show's so fucking funny. Uh, Rob McElhaney, um in that, who plays... I love that show. What's his character's name? Oh, writer. Yeah. Thank you, IMDb. Oh. You did not help in that. But he um, also plays Mac in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, that show is fucking amazing. Both of those shows are fucking amazing. Mythic Quest Raven's <sighs> Banquet was amazing. Did you see that the was pan- one of That was one that helped me detach a lot. And I loved the pandemic episode. I was just about to ask if you saw the pandemic episode because we watched it and it was amazing. Made me cry a little bit. Right when what's her face shows up at what's his faces. Yeah. But okay. Oh, anyway, sorry. I do want to get back to being outraged, all the shit that's going on in the world and how to disconnect from that. We've got apps that we can turn to for solace. We've got um, Uh, audiobooks. We've got all kinds of different... um, We've got memes. Millie freaking loves and will fucking torture us. (laughs) Hey, you want to come watch some TikToks with me? Oh, Of course I do. I would love to. I would love to watch TikToks with you right now. I wasn't planning on just like hanging out, listening to my book, and just relaxing. But I would love to watch TikToks with you instead. So you know, TikToks. We've got all of these things that can help us overcome the kind of. I want to say it's almost. What's the word I'm looking for? Transcendent? No. no. It's like tiredness. The tiredness that you get. When you get to a certain fatigue. point where you're... Yeah, fatigue. That's exactly right. So when you get to a fatigue of being outraged all the time, I'm so pissed. I'm so angry. I look at this and it makes me feel so upset all the time where do you go from there okay so i'm gonna admit something right now and and i think i may have mentioned this before but when my mom used to get really really pissed off at work she would come home at night and she'd go okay we're gonna go watch fucking conan the destroyer tonight and i'd be like okay so because yay i get to go watch a pg-13 movie with mom and it was why the fuck not I know, right? And um, so mom would take me to the movie to watch. <laughs> That's so many peppercorn right there. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
Mama took me to the movie theater to watch so many violent movies with her when she was younger, and I swear it had a positive influence on me, not what you think. Um, but she she literally took me to go see Conan the Destroyer and all kinds of movies like that because she'd be like, I'm so pissed at Mark Markson from work. I gotta go see this movie. I'd be like, okay, so we go watch that. That is still how I get rid of a lot of this anxious energy. And someone who has helped me immensely, an author that you can find a lot of her work on Audible. She's fucking twisted as shit, but her stuff is amazing. It's really good detective slash thriller novels. Mo Hader. Okay. M O. Short for Maureen, apparently. H-A-Y-D-E-R. I think that's right. Or H-A-D-E-R. I can't remember off the top of my head. But she wrote a series called the Jack Caffrey series of novels. It's like, and for anyone who doesn't know, European um, detective thrillers are the most fucked up thrillers in the entire fucking universe. And these are all UK-based. There is so much twisted shit that goes on in there, and it is such a release. And I swear to God, it makes me a more peaceful person. And (laughs) God spelled G-A-W-D because that's me. That's how she works. That's how I work. Okay, well, (laughs) I'm, I'm good with that, and I will look that up because that sounds like something that would be beneficial to me. Yeah. And... I'm going to say, like, just generally, it's hard to live my life just being totally outraged. And when I need to decompress, I seriously need to decompress. I totally disconnect. And that's important for me. Yeah. And I I think something I also like in books, because I've seen... I've seen a lot of weird shit in my life. Something about really crazy ass, 180 degrees from where you would be in your natural life. Somehow I find very cathartic. I I don't disagree with that. Um, I think that that's really important to do. I think that... I think it's important to... Have that kind of catharsis, but I also think that it's important sometimes to recognize that sometimes it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. If you get to a certain point of anger, of outrage, of everything, there's no place to go from there. You can't, you're, if you're angry every single day, you can't go more there's nothing more you can do and when something horrible happens where are you gonna go Mm. so there are times when you just have to say you know what i'm done i'm disconnecting i'm absolutely i'm finished and i think there's a healthy level of disconnection and an unhealthy level of disconnection was because when the disconnection becomes disassociation you're probably into unhealthy. Okay, I'm trying to finish our episode. Oh, you're winding it up. I yes. see. Okay. I've tried like three times now. Oops. 
No, I, I think that for me, um, like I said, more than disconnecting, <laughs> I end up being an instigator. Uh, you're such a rabble rouser, and and I and I love that you do that. I love that you do that on your own, and you do whatever you need to do to like, like instigate and perpetuate, and um, you know, fuel the fire if you need to. I'm very so, subtle about it. Yeah, you are subtle about it. So, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, disconnect when you need to disconnect. It's important. It's important for your mental health. So beyond that, remember, (laughs) this is sort of self-serving, but (laughs) you can find the topics and recipes that we drink on our website, alwaysneverwrite.com. Just, I post it when I get to it. It's not always like on time, but whatever, man. And we have a contact us page for a reason. So send us your love or hate or just like tell us what you think. Oh, but mostly love, because I, at the same time, have a very fragile ego, so. <laughs> it's true, she does. I don't. So, send us whatever you want, man. I'll just let her screen it before I seize it. Um, but, yeah, reach out, in all seriousness. Reach yeah, out. And thank you for joining us for a please let me listen to my goddamn book ah. episode of Always. Never. <laughs> right. Jill and Argina thank you so much for making us a part of your week we'll talk to you more next week my dolls and thank you for joining us on the Podfix Network I couldn't say it in my typical sexy voice damn it I I feel (sighs) standard disclaimer Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guilty as sin assholes.